bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Greetings. It's the uh, another week comes round quickly and it's the Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army Talker United podcast also available on iTunes. Welcome along. I have to get the adverts in at the beginning. Well, while you're fresh and... Exactly, uh, well, it's all fresh in my mind. All fresh in your mind. Good to have you along. Of course, last week uh, on the podcast, we were recording on the day that Kevin Nicholson parted yes. with Talker United. Uh, uh, um, it all felt a little bit frantic and... Uh, it did. uh, Didn't it then? And now, of course, we're looking at each other a week on and... It's been a strangely quiet week, hasn't yes, it, this and, week? and probably was always going to be. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, we've... All that seems to have happened really is that United got managed to lose a game, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory at Guiseley. Yeah. How many more ways are we going to find to lose football matches? Um, uh, and now everybody's in this sort of limbo period. Yeah. So, uh, they, whilst Jeff Harrop, yeah. the general manager, goes out and tries to find a new manager. So let's cut straight to the chase. Then, what, what do we know? What, what do we know about the manager's position at Torquay United that we didn't know last week? Um, well, uh, uh, the actual manager's position we don't know an awful lot about. Um, I think it's interesting the way Harrop uh, appears to have approached this, mm-hmm. um, uh, rather than have various candidates walking through the uh, front door at Plainmore for interviews. Uh, Jeff Harrop has taken himself off up country for best part three days. Yeah. Um, where he is, we assume, meeting uh, uh, the people who are the serious contenders for the job. Um, uh, normally, if the thing happens at Plainmore, you've got uh, all sorts of <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, spies and people reporting almost hourly on who's, uh, you know, and I think they, A, they wanted to avoid that. Yeah. Um, uh, but also, um, you know, Harrop, uh, uh, Jeff Harrop's got a lot of experience and contacts. Uh, around the rest of the country and I think if you're looking really for names and possible candidates I think it's worth bearing in mind that in football as in nearly most walks of life uh, these matters often come down to who you know rather than what you know Uh, and it wouldn't be a huge uh, shock if Jeff Harrop um, at least in one or two cases isn't speaking to people who he's had previous knowledge of and his three the three clubs where he spent the longest are Rushton and Diamonds, Northampton Town, and his original sort of boyhood club, as it were, Colchester United. Okay. Uh, now, um, uh, you know, we flagged up um, the chances of uh, Mark Yates, the former Kidderminster, yeah. Cheltenham, and uh, Crawley manager, um, fairly early on, and I'm pretty sure he is still one of the uh, main contenders. Um, now, who else? Um, the name of Marcus Bignot, the uh, former Solihull Moors and Grimsby manager, has yeah. uh, um, uh, been bandied about recently. Um, he obviously did a great job to get to lead Solihull Moors into the National yes, League he did. Yeah. Uh, before being plucked away to Grimsby Town after they had won promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, his. Uh, um, and I'm pretty sure that Jeff Harrop and Big Knot might have bumped into each other because they were both at Russian and Diamonds at one particular stage. Okay. Um, uh, now, his time at Grimsby was worryingly short. 
um, uh, that didn't work out at all, and Grimsby got rid of him fairly quickly. Which is, you know, who, who knows? We wouldn't. You'd need to be on the inside to know what happened there. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's been sort of out of work ever since. Um, uh, beyond that, um, I, I think we are struggling. Um, I should be doing a bit more work over the next couple of days. But no, um, nobody who was on our short list last week, we talked about Robbie Herrera, we talked about Chris Todd, we talked about Steve Tully. I, I think they're looking, in a, I think Jeff Harrop is looking in a different direction to that. Okay. I'm sure all these people are there. I'm sure Steve Tully put his application in, I'm sure Chris Todd did. I wouldn't be at all surprised if, if Lee Hodges didn't mm. either down at Plymouth at uh, Truro City. Um, but I'm pretty sure that Jeff Harrop is set on appointing somebody uh, with more experience than yeah. any of those, with all due respect to those people. And, of course, you know, supporters of someone like Steve Tully, and I'm sure Steve himself, would say, well, look, you know, <laughs> how can you gain experience without, without getting yeah. it? Um, but uh, I, I think Herrera's position is, is interesting. Um, now, obviously, Robbie, you know, came with Kevin, as it yeah. were, um, and sometimes there's a perception that you know, one goes, both goes. I'm not convinced by that at all. I, I, I think there's a, um, a, a perfectly good chance that Robbie Herrera will uh, be a member of the, yeah. uh, the the coaching staff. Well, he, uh, kn- he knows all the players very, well, very he does. well. Doesn't he, he does, he does. And of course, what, what 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 people do forget is is what a, what a very good career he had as a player. Yeah. Uh, long experience um, uh, left very young when he was only 16 years old here and went up to Queen's Park Rangers and then Fulham uh, you know proper player up there yeah and eventually came back to United and then of course he he was a member of the youth coaching staff then the academy when it was formed under Jeff Harrop and he's now been number two and and um, I think sometimes with the relationship between managers and coaches, people people assume things that that, that aren't often there or aren't necessarily there. Um, everybody assumed, for instance, that um, the late Cyril Knowles and Sean Hazelgrave were in, in, back in the eighties when yeah, they had, when yeah. they put those sort of terrific teams together, nearly won promotion, first ever trip to Wembley. That Cyril and and um, Sean were sort of joined at the hip and bosom pals. Uh, um, Cyril got Sean in he, he brought yeah. him down but they weren't friends uh, they became pretty friendly as you can imagine but they didn't spend time together socially or anything like that uh, I'm sure they had the odd dinner together but um, it just wasn't that sort of relationship they just worked really well yeah. together Cyril had done his homework on Sean uh, and I was quite surprised I remember saying to Sean one day oh you two must have gone back a long way he said no no he said I'd hardly ever known him before the initial phone call came yeah. Um, so that's all, evidence that it can work. Oh, abso- abso- completely, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes uh, uh, these manager-coach relationships, when they're almost too cosy, they yeah. don't actually work. You do need somebody who, 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 almost that you can rub up against rather than agree all the time. Well, you've got, um, you and look Robbie, at, look Rob, at Clough and Taylor. Well, there, there you Clough go. Clough and Taylor, yeah, yeah rubbed um, up against each other, butted right. heads on many occasions. Yeah, quite. I know that's a completely different kettle of fish. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and and you look back over over you know times. Sometimes the, 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 it's it's too easy to look around for somebody who is kind of like your mate, mm. and 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 um, uh, you're too close to. It's it's healthier in a way sometimes for both of you and for the players to have that distance yeah. between you and to have 
um, you know, somebody who's got different views to you, almost, you know, some, sometimes almost painfully. Yeah. But you work them out. Um, and Robbie Herrera is, is, you know, he's 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 quite a quiet chap, and and he's not one for sort of shouting from the rooftops. But he's actually got quite strong views about the game and yeah. and about how you should approach it and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it, you know, the people who are assuming that. Robbie's days are numbered. I don't agree with that. I, th- no. I think I think there may well be a, ro- a role for him. I mean, obviously, once Jeff Harrop sort of settles on somebody, and they first of all have to accept the job, obviously, if it's offered to them, yeah. um, then I think that will be one of the first issues to be sorted. Right? You know, do you really want to bring in a number two of your own, or look, we have Robbie Herrera here, um, well, wealth of experience, knowledge of the club, yeah. Uh, and it may well be that a manager in that circumstance would say, "Yeah, fine. I'll, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll come down, see how you know, meet him, and have a good, good long chat." So we'll see where that goes. I, I don't, I don't think there's a no. th- that nothing is in, and nothing is has been ruled out in that in that spot. Now, speaking of Robbie, he must have been hugely looking forward, in a way, to leading the team at, at well, Geisley. I can remember doing a piece with him. Oh, I think when he was first appointed uh, um, as assistant. Um, uh, and and he, he he said that he, he he's always wanted to be a manager and, and, yeah. and, and a coach. Um, all right, <laughs> taking Torquay United's first team in the circumstances in which he has done uh, is is almost certainly not the way he would have planned it. But um, uh, uh, he, he you know he, he hugely proud to do so. Yeah, and um, uh, you know. Uh, I the look on the poor man's face at the end of the Geisley match was uh, was uh, something to behold, um, uh, and uh, you know it was almost like <laughs> welcome to uh, football club management, Rod, Rod, Robbie. Even though he was you know uh, only in a caretaker role, yeah. I mean you know a poor guy was he wasn't lost for words, but he he, he was he hardly knew he hardly knew what to what to say in the wake of that. I can imagine. Well, I, I was I was in a car on the M5 listening to your dulcet tones on the radio, and there was just an air. You, there was a palpable air of despair in that commentary box towards well, the end of that game. Talking with two one up. Well, it, it was it was a, a weird performance. I, I, we're, we're, you're always looking for consistency in performance in a team. Managers go on about it all the time, don't you? But most of them refer to consistency from match yeah. to match. United are having a problem at the moment of getting any consistency across 90 minutes, <laughs> let alone from match to match. Uh, they started off poorly on Saturday, not for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, deserved to be a goal down after 13 minutes. Were probably a little bit fortunate enough to be only one down after about 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah. All of a sudden started to get into the game a bit. We are talking Geisley here, not Aldershot, Tranmere, mm. Dover or Bromley or any of the teams. This is another team that's going to be in the bottom eight you would have, for a you while. You would expect that, yeah. but all credit to them. Yeah. I mean, they've got um, Coyote, Odajai up front. Yeah. Big lower division, played 14,000 games and he must be pushing 103. No, yeah. it's being a bit unfair Scores to goals, doesn't But he? he's, yeah. he's, he's an a, you know, old school lower division target man. Um, uh, and anyway... But they're not expected to be. Mm. If they stay up this season, if you offered them a place in the national league next season, now they would snatch your hand <laughs> off. So, but anyway, United get themselves back into the game. Uh, I thought uh, uh, Jake Gosling w- w- was lively on the right hand side. Um, uh, uh, Jamie Reid did well on the left, even though they're both on the wrong wings. They're on the cutting inside. That's they? right. Yeah. 
uh, and Luke Young managed to start getting in the game a little bit in midfield. We then go and score two goals in five minutes just before half-time, stand the game on its head uh, and go in leading 2-1 against the wind. Yeah. Second half turns round. We now have the wind behind us and for 30-35 minutes it was one-way traffic. Yeah. It, yeah. it was absolute. I, I, I can't remember offhand a time when United and probably even somebody doing it to us dominated a, a game for such a long period of time we forced a load extent. of corners as well nine we? corners yeah. without reply at one yeah. particular stage shots headers crosses uh, corners free kicks just raining down on on the uh, uh, on the uh, the Geisley goal um, and you just <laughs> on the one hand you're thinking I thought of Kevin Nicholson actually at the time I thought he'd be enjoying this if he if he if he yeah. was stood there watching it but United didn't score and the longer yeah. it went on uh, 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 Robbie Herrera came out afterwards quite rightly criticised the finishing mm-hmm. and also threw in the little thing that he felt uh, United were trying to walk the ball into the net at, st- yeah. at, at times Do you and think that's a confidence thing though? We've seen this before haven't we where they just take an extra touch and they try and make sure yeah. that people don't feel confident enough to take a chance to I th- take a punt I think it's I think you know, th- this whole confidence thing you know I, I've when you've been doing it as long as I have, you know, confidence is is a, is a weird concept. Some players you can't take it away from them. No, you know, you 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 could you you could put them in a darkened room for a month on end. They'd still come out as confident as they went when they went yeah. in. And by the on the other way, you cannot go out and buy pills for it. Um, you you have to find it within yourself to be confident. People can't. They could, they might be able to make you a little bit more confident from yeah. time to time. But you, on the whole, you either are a confident person or you have that ability to be confident yeah. in situations, or you're not. But uh, and and at the moment, uh, um, uh, you know, think back over the years. David Graham was a confident player. Yeah. You know, all right, he'd had some ups and downs, etc. But you weren't going to stop him doing what he did out on the football pitch as long as he got sufficient service. Alex Russell was a confident player. Tommy Tynan was a a confident finisher. He could miss six on the trot. Yeah. It still wouldn't bother him. He, he, and and but I know the point you're making. Well, the, the, the fans see it. The players will get. Let's let's say the players get to the edge of the box. There's half a chance. Yeah. Just have a go. You Quite. can hear it yes. all down the pop side. Yeah. Just have a go. Pro- That's right. Probably with some and adjectives yet, thrown enough, in as well. Funnily enough, uh, uh, somebody does that and shoots too early and snatches at it, and they get accused of snatching a yeah. chance rather than having the yeah. extra touch and doing it. So it's it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Sometimes a player who will have that extra touch and curl it into the top corner, everybody says, oh, what a brilliant, yeah. what a confident finish that was. So, uh, But one of the points that Robbie Herrera made after Geisley was that he felt that one or two players were passing the buck, which was the phrase he used yeah. in front of gold. In other words, they were almost you know, not grabbing that chance to have a shot. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, th- there it went. Geisley managed to get through somehow by hook or yeah. by crook. Bit of bad luck for United. They had so many shots deflected just wide, taking the boots, yeah. uh, flicking off the boots of defenders and that sort of stuff. Anyway, if you're Geisley, you get through. You're st- you're st- they must have <laughs> looked up after about you know, 80, 85 minutes. And they, how on earth are we still in this game? <laughs> well, of course, what are they going to do? They're going to pump it into, yeah. you know, get hold of it. United looked as if they'd sort of punch themselves out a little bit at one, uh, towards the end of the game in, yeah. in you know uh, uh, Geisley nothing to lose start thinking they made a few 
quite telling substitutions. In well, fairness, didn't Ryan Higgins picked up a knock? Didn't Ryan he? Higgins got a got a, yeah. a, 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 um, a whack on his thigh, a, a dead leg, effectively, and that did slow him for a minute. Yeah. But United had a bit of a problem, as we all know, in defence. You know that they made one change; they put Jan Kukowski back at centre back from yeah. midfield in place of Miles Anderson. And I know Herrera was thinking at that particular point of maybe switching San Chaney to right back and Anderson to left back. Yeah. Um, but uh, Higgins, he's a gutsy little lad, and said, "No, no, no! I'll get through it. I'll get through it. I'll get through it." But he was slowed. There's no doubt he wasn't yeah. as, as quick. And I spotted the um, uh, from the other side of the, the ground. I had a good look because I maybe I thought, "No, I've missed that, or I've got it wrong." Uh, uh, Adam Lockwood was pointing at Gay Higgins. Uh, yeah. uh, to one or two of his players, almost like see if you can have a go at him, sort of yeah. thing. Uh, now it it, di- it it didn't manifest itself in a kind of like an avalanche going down that side, but uh, it certainly didn't help. But the top and bottom of it is that is that Geisley started hurling the ball into United's area. Quite right too. We'd be doing the same thing on yeah. the other foot, um, and they end up getting a, 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 a equalising, and then they get a horrendous, horrendously scrappy equaliser in stoppage Wasn't time. Wasn't it a Rory Keating own goal? <laughs> how, did that, how did anybody put that out? The poor bloke was on the back on the subspace. He was on the bench at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you know, one of those pinball yeah. jobs inside the six-yard box and one of their players has forced it over the line. Uh, it's the type of thing that just doesn't happen when you're going no. well. And no. it's the type of thing that almost certainly does happen when you're struggling. Um, and it was it was a, a, a dreadful blow, a dreadful blow. I mean, United have now their record against Geisley, which which I, I mean, Geisley, uh, think Tiverton Town, yeah, yeah, proper little, great little club, nice people, but that's the level you're talk, you're talking about in terms of the ground and everything. But all credit to them, uh, you know, uh, their record against Torquay is terrific. I think they've <laughs> what we've played five times now. I think yeah. four defeats and a draw, something like that. Yeah. Um, so it, it's all uh, it, it's it, it was a dreadful, dreadful end, um, and of course it was the fourth successive defeat. We played, played five games, played five, and conceded thirteen goals in, in the, the last, last four, four defeats. Yeah, after that nil-nil draw against Tranmere on the opening day of the season. So there clearly are problems at the back. Josh Gowling is out. Look, let's not beat yeah. around the bush. Huge loss. Um, uh, Liam Davis, the the, the left back. Very experienced player, um, uh, a quality player from everything I've never yeah. actually seen him myself. But but from what I ask, hasn't kicked a ball yet because of this very very frustrating foot I- injury. And neither of them will play a part over the bank holiday weekend. Uh, doesn't look like it. No. Um, uh, so um, Gowling's is a, is a knee problem. Um, uh, I was talking to Liam Davis at the training ground this morning. He's actually said, I'm, I'm feeling better now than I felt at, at any time. Yeah. I, it's, he feels as if it's definitely coming on. It's, it's a weird problem, this. We might as well tackle it. He, he, he went to a, I think, I think they're called podiatrists, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, in the summer. To, to, he'd had some uh, um, issue, I think, with a slight unevenness in his back or, or whatever. And the, the, this podiatrist, so I understand... Put him on one of these one of these correcting supports in one shoe to kind of like yeah. even him up. Orth- orthotics. Orthotics. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, uh, all done for the best of reasons, as far as I know. You know, certainly nothing dodgy or anything like that. He felt it was something he wanted to tackle. Well, it's it's ended up causing yeah. a fairly serious problem in his left foot. 
Um, uh, I, I think part of the problem is is that you know he did that through the summer, signed for United, coming back for pre-season training. Yeah. Suddenly doesn't feel as if things something's quite right in there. I think he tried to start training. He was in yeah. pain almost straight away. And there's some tendonitis in there, and uh, Gareth Law, United's physio, and here having to try and sort it out. But um, so, factor those two things in. The two most experienced members of your defence, both yeah. new signings, are out, and we all know the reasons. Sam Cheney has had to go from right midfield to left back, etc., etc., etc. So it's not been. Uh, it, it has been a difficult time for Nicholson to to have. Um, to, to have handled as well. Yeah, it was a perfect storm, um, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and of, of what stuff. of Jordan Lee? Is he, uh, Jordan uh, Lee, um, as far as I understand, uh, that the original plan was to, because uh, he woke up with chest pains a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Um, uh, he's 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 fine now. He's he's perfectly okay. He feels feels perfectly all right. Um, but obviously, Bournemouth is his parent club. He's gone back there. The original sort of suggestion was that he was going to go to St George's Park for tests. Yeah. Um, the FAHQ up at Burton on Trent, but now, of course, he, um, I, I'm pretty sure that Bournemouth are sending up to a specialist in London. Uh, the results of those tests are expected p- by the end of this week. Yeah. Um, and with a bit of luck, as long as they confirm what everybody else thought that it may well have been a virus of some kind, uh, fingers crossed, he might be back with us really, you know, quite quickly. He, he, he hasn't had any problems since. He's felt fine. Um, and he's just desperate to get back playing again. Exactly. But as as we said last week, better safe than sorry, isn't it? You can't well, take a chance with something. You're like not going to, you know, especially you wouldn't do it with your own player. No, and Bournemouth wouldn't. certainly aren't going to do with and, and do it do it with with Jordan Lee. So Torquay will go into these two games over the Bank Holiday weekend with the squad as is. And nobody's uh, nobody's expected to return. N- no, I don't think so. Uh, I know Robbie Herrera has been uh, on the phone uh, um, trying to... Uh, there was quite a lot of injuries this week mm-hmm. uh, um, after the Geisley match. I think yeah. Gareth Law has been a busy, busy man over the last few days. Um, now, I know some people will immediately go, yeah, 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 four defeats on the trot, all of a sudden the treatment table's um, full. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I understand that most of them are you know, fairly routine bumps, knocks, bruises. Yeah. You know, etc. Uh, Ryan Higgins is perfectly okay, even though he did take quite a whack. Yeah. Um, and the the vast majority of them will resurface and be fine against Solihull Moors on Saturday. Um, I, I know there's a couple of others that Robbie's a little bit concerned about, uh, and to cover eventualities, I know he's yeah. been on the phone trying to line up, you know, possible replacements if needed but on the whole I think everybody's more or less okay Good, so the two games over the weekend Solihull Moors at Playmore 3 o'clock Saturday kick yep. off and then away at Woking on Monday Absolutely The bank holiday bonanza Yes, um, with the old Woking manager Gary Hill by the way um, very, very experienced yeah. manager at this level I understand he might well be one of the candidates as well uh, well, applicants put it like that whether he turns out to be yeah. an actual candidate or not I don't, uh, I'm I wouldn't like to say, but um, he's, he's entertaining, he's, though. Isn't oh he? my goodness, we, we've uh, United fans have had a few <laughs> run-ins with him over the years, haven't they? But um, there would he's never out be of work, a dull moment with him. No, yeah. um, and his number two, Steve Thompson, yeah, uh, uh, worked with him at working for many years. Um, used to be at Yeovil, very well respected number two and coach. Uh, he's been at Plainmore a couple of times recently, mainly because he's been scouting for for yeah. other clubs. So, um, uh, you know, that's another name that's been mentioned. Um, again, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But he's not the manager working now. Um, a guy called Anthony Limbrick has gone in there. 
uh, a really new man um, yeah. come out of Southampton's academy to uh, dip his feet into lower division management. So the, there is a, a bit of a feeling with the fans, isn't there, that the season starts on Saturday. There's, there's been so much upheaval, some terrible performances in those first five games. It's time to buckle down yeah. and really get going. I, I do think it's a difficult situation for the players. Uh, uh, and you noticed it at the training ground today. They're not, it's not you know, they're, they're training perfectly normally and, and, and you're still getting the you know, bit of banter and that sort of stuff. But... Uh, uh, this, you know, it's been when you think that all of them except two, Luke Young and, and Sam Cheney, signed for Kevin Nicholson. Yeah, um, I hadn't realised that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, that that um, you know, when you lose the manager this early in the season uh, and so soon after, most of them have, have sort of signed for him in the summer. Um, it's bound to be a, you know, quite a jolt. Yeah. Now. There's an old, old saying in football is that players get managers a sack, don't they? So, yeah. so the obvious thing for them to do was say, well, hold on a minute, this has got something to do with us here. Um, yeah. uh, well, I don't think there's any doubt that after the Boreham Wood game that that was true. That was, you know, things were just about hanging on, hanging on, and yeah. then the Boreham Wood performance was so awful. Well, I, th- I think that there's been a lot of comment, hasn't there? Kevin's done two uh, quite has, extensive, yeah, yeah. Uh, put out two quite extensive statements about the whole background to it all and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, much of which we, we, we know and knew. Um, uh, uh, and there are still people who think it was a desperately wrong decision to make. There are other people who think it mm, probably a bit too early. Yeah. There were other people, and you and I were at the Boreham Wood game, and I spoke to quite a lot of people after that match, and there were plenty of them saying, enough's enough, they've got to do something. Yeah. So you've got all of those you know, views thrown into the mix. Um, uh, in the end, the decision was taken. I think most of us expected that um, uh, Nicholson and Herrera would be given maybe another couple of games, yeah. i.e., Geisley away, Solihull Moors at home, to sort of stop the rot and hopefully yeah. turn it round. Uh, I think they felt they might get a couple more, but even they knew that the team couldn't carry on performing no. like this with these things with, and, and hope to keep their jobs. So, uh, in the end, you know, it, it almost came down to a matter of when rather than if. Yeah. I mean, we all, uh, you know, most of them, most of us who've known them for a long time, hope that it, you know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it wasn't an if. But um, yeah. Uh, but from the players' point of view, it it is a, it, it, this is a difficult difficult situation. Now, they either rouse themselves yeah. and come out against Solihull Moors. Uh, you know, even last Saturday at Geisley was an opportunity for them to produce a performance. Which, come out act, fighting kind which of, yeah. actually yeah. backed Nicholson up, yeah. and, and you know Kevin Nicholson has come out this week and has said that this is a playoff squad. Yeah. You know now United have one point from five games and they're bottom of the table. Now either he's right, yeah. You know, or or, or or he's wrong. Now the players have got a chance now, in a way, to prove the manager who signed all of them. Yeah. Um, right. Because uh, a lot of people are drawing. Comparisons with Exeter last season, who had a desperately bad start, yeah. awful start to the season. And yes. Paul Tisdale was under all kinds of pressure. Yes, he was. And in fact, Kevin Nicholson has made this this point in in the statements that he's yeah. released. Um, and they persevered with Tisdale, and it yeah. came off for them. But it's you a are talking about a man- manager who who's served them he's nobly for been longer there since than the old king died, <laughs> yeah, as, exactly, as you would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, uh, um, you know, he, he, he had a, a much, much greater credit to fall back on, in fairness, than Kevin Nicholson had, you know, as hard yeah. as he had worked and, as, and as, as well as he had worked to haul the club through two desperately 
uh, um, difficult you know promo- yeah. uh, relegation uh, scraps but um, no I take the point you know that is that sometimes you know when you're in and of course that was injury related yeah. his defence was, was completely knocked about this is Tisdale's defence at the start of last season by injuries I think they had about four or five out um, and when they finally got that back uh, um, you know they duly turned it around and yeah. as we all know ended up in the playoff final so um uh, no, I absolutely. I, you, you can you can talk about these things till you're yeah. blue in the face, can't it's you? All but, ifs um, buts, it's all ifs and buts. It's all ifs and buts, and it's happened now. And um, everybody has to keep their fingers crossed. I, I know uh, Jeff Harrop, the, you know the general manager, is is you know takes this responsibility hugely yeah. seriously. Why wouldn't he? Um, uh, and uh, you know he's he's got to get this right somehow um, uh, because you know. How many more seasons at the bottom of the National League can can talk United take? None, I think no. is the answer. No. Yeah, you're right. OK. Well, just on a slightly lighter note, uh, if you are going to the Solihull Moors game at Playmore on Saturday, and we hope you are, of course, we'll see you there. Buy yourself a programme. We've enjoyed the programme this season. You're telling me it's been a remarkable... I mean, obviously, it's the, previous always good. Two, the previous yeah. two years' programme has been affected, like everything else around the club, by the lack of resources and yeah. the lack of money available but uh, um, hats off to the club they it's really smartened it up it's a proper read it's, it's, one, it's, it's one to take home after the game well, and it read, is and it? actually yeah. one or two supporters have actually said to me you know they don't normally buy a program but I bought a program the other day and you know, I've really sat down and read it. You know, because uh, there's a lot in there, isn't there? Um, yeah, and they are working their way through these best th- midfielders, through these, best goalkeepers. That's right. And yeah, um, and and they span people from way back. You know, and really quite recently. So there's there's lots of people, lots of people who who uh, um, you know different generations yeah. to uh, to appreciate, and it looks smart. Well, let's face it. I think one of the big pluses of this season is that the whole club looks. A good deal it smarter does. and it more uh, a, a football club like than than it has been so uh, and all credit to the people involved yeah. for that let's get back to enjoying our football again well there's nothing like a win is the starting um, on Saturday uh, and, and usually when a club is it's an old old saying in football is that you play your way to promotion and you fight your way out of trouble yeah um, now in the end over the last couple of seasons United have got round in the end to fighting their way out of trouble um, let's hope that they can do it uh, uh, now it's in August, it's just a bit strokes, earlier September, in the season uh, than, yeah. than February or March. Because it's another six pointer, isn't it? Solihull. Well, they're the, they're the team already. immediately above yeah. United in the table. Three points on Saturday. United get off the bottom of the table, almost certainly get their season up and running. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, big, 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 big game. Massive game. And we'll see you there. Do come up and say hello. It's always nice to speak to people up there in Bristow's bench on a Saturday. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully celebrating three points. And as ever. Come on, you yellows. Ook bewust bezig zijn met je mobiel? Dat kan al voor 20,50 per maand met de Huawei P20 Lite. Nu met 300 minuten of sms'jes en 1000 MB 4G internet. Kijk op ben.nl. Let op. Geld lenen kost geld.